It's time to go talk some hoops with John Beeline each and every week. The Huge Show welcomes in the former Michigan head basketball coach. It's presented by Dorn Mayhew, one of the world's top accounting CPA and business firms. Josh Garvey will join us on occasion most weeks in studio. He's on assignment with business obligations. So it's John and I today talking hoops. And John, good to hear your voice again. Thanks, huge. Good to be on. All right. Uh, on. Yeah, let's begin with Michigan basketball. Uh, the second halves, late in games, uh, these collapses that are becoming a regular part of this team this year. From your observation, whether it's watching the games uh, at home or your work inside the Big Ten studios on weekends, what is wrong with Michigan basketball right now? Well, I think it's really hard when you um, when you have you have roster changes the way that they had. Whether the guys that have went gone to the NBA um, early and then they had some transfers a few years ago, that it's really hard to have the, that family culture you need to win when things are tough. If you always if you have a different roster all the time, and some of that we can't control. Uh, but it's it's really hard. It's this league. This league is they got really good coaches in this league. Probably as good as fourteen coaches as there are right now coaching in these teams. And and teams are hungry. And you better be ready to play and hold it together when they make their runs uh, to win. And Michigan's flat out not doing that right now. And they have to. They have. They have. You know. They have tough, really tough schedule. Next six games are all. NCA type of teams, and three of them are on the road. They got their work cut out for them, uh, and they just got to they got to find ways to do it. Somebody's got to grab those guys and get them together, uh, whether it's the team, whether it's the coaches, whoever it is, because uh, it can't continue like this. John Beeline joining us on the Huge Show across Michigan, presented by Dorn Mayhew each and every Tuesday. Uh, let's talk about the the second half collapses by this Michigan team this year, late in game or games, plural, trouble. How important is it as a coach, as a, a former NBA and a college coach, we hear the words halftime adjustments. Then we talk about uh, strategy late in ball games in the final two, three minutes. Uh, take us inside uh, halftime for you. Uh, in game, how important is this strategy when it comes to college basketball? Well, it's it's very important, but I think the most important thing is that you're developing that strategy all year long. That it's not you can't go into a halftime and change everything you're doing, but if you really work at with your team throughout the starting October. Uh, about what we do in certain situations, how we adjust in the middle of games, and you continue to do that in practice throughout the year. Um, it's much easier to do this. And then you have to have great leadership, uh, both from the staff and to the uh, if, and the players themselves. That when you you go into that second half, and it's kind of I would always say when we're up at half to my assistants, they're going to make a run. At some point, even though we're up 17 and a half, they're going to make a run. We have to be ready to handle it and handle it well. What can, what, what can we do if that happens? So you're trying to prepare your staff more to be ready. My half times were very, very much just teaching and not overreacting too much, but teaching what, what's, what could be expected and then go from there. 
So um, the last, this point guard thing they have with there's a point guard one day, not on the road. It's, I think, the football. If J.J. McCarthy was the quarterback one weekend, then he wasn't the quarterback, and he was, uh, it, that is a hard thing to negotiate for everybody, the team, the coaching staff. Uh, I'm not sure how it all happened, but that's, that puts another really big hardship on the team. John Beeline joining us on the Huge Show across Michigan, former Wolverine head coach each and every week. Uh, he checks in with Josh Garvey and myself, courtesy of Dorn Mayhew. Who, who was the best out of all of your, every single team you've ever coached, who that you coached against? Who was the best at halftime adjustments, late in game uh, strategy? Who would be the all-time great coaches you went up against? Well, the, I think we found the best in the Big Ten. But if I go back to the Big East, when I was in the Big East, I mean, you had you had Hall of Famers all over the place. Jim Calhoun at Connecticut, Jim Beheim at Syracuse were were really really good. Um, there was there was there was great coaches everywhere. Al Skinner was at Boston College. Always did a wonderful job. Um, it was it was always tough to beat those teams uh, because of the coach. The coaches just didn't have a game plan to stick with it. They would change throughout the game. And then in our league, it's all the coaches you still see, or or you know between from Bo Ryan who le- who left on his own, but. And Tom Izzo and uh, and Matt Painter, and the, uh, just tremendous guys at, co- at coaching, preparing a team for a game, and then adjusting throughout the game. John Beeline joining us on the Huge Show. We talk hoops each and every Tuesday uh, during the 5 p.m. hour. If you ever have a hoops question for us, drop it at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. So, what's the quick fix? Because I agree with you, Michigan with a point guard on. Uh, home games, uh, not on the road, the transfer portal, flipping rosters. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know how you create culture, chemistry, when you're bringing in so much. And we've seen it fail in football. It didn't work for Mel Tucker uh, the last two years he was at Michigan State. It's one thing to watch with this transfer portal now prevalent throughout college sports that if you're bringing in more than two guys, especially basketball, if you're if you're bringing in three starters – and you're flipping rosters or a guy has worked hard for two or three years uh, with you, and then he's getting his job taken away by a guy who's been on campus one month. I don't know how coaches deal with that. Yeah, it's it's very hard. My my thought is with this transfer portal, I think think, um, young men are much more, and women, are much more apt if they're just on a team. And there is not a great culture there that makes it really feel like a family. Then they're going to be more apt to leave. But if they, it's hard to leave your family. And that's why you have to be so intentional about building this culture from the summer before all the way through of how you do things. And if you do things the right way all year long, it will, I mean, I'm talking every step of the way with great integrity, it works. If you don't, if there's holes here and holes there, your team looks like Swiss cheese during the season. And so that's what makes it hard. And today, even with with the transfer portal, the ones that do come in, because we had great transfers now. We had Charles Matthews. We had Duncan Robinson that all came in that were transfers. 
Well, when they walked in, they walked into a culture that taught them. Now, that's that's how we do it here at, at Michigan. It's not – you could have done that other place. We don't do that here. And we do this here. And that's why it's so important. And, yeah, we had some kids transfer away at times, but I don't think a lot. And you've got to retain those guys that are really good. Hopefully, some will go pro, and that's a good thing if they're good enough. But then the other ones, that the Muhammad Ali Abdul Rahman, who just stuck around and stuck around, and all of a sudden he's as good a guard as there is in the Big Ten. You know, Duncan Robinson, he started, he, he came off the bench. He started, he came off the bench. Now he's a just an elite NBA player. You got to get kids that will stick in there, and that has a lot to do with recruiting too. John, I'm telling you right now, between name, image, and likeness money, re-recruiting your own players, uh, you look at transfer portal, or if you get graduation or guys that leave coming and going, I think it's across the board, especially in the two big money sports at the college level, football and basketball. A lot of these coaches are getting out. They're just getting out. That, that is way too much to deal with, even with the amount of money they could make coaching a college team. Well, I think there's we got to be careful on that, huge, because some people are getting out because they've been coaching like Nick Saban's been coaching a long time, and it's time for he wants to get out. And and does this add to it? Maybe, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's just like guys. I'm just gonna. I'll know when it's time. But it, what I think the bigger issue. It's so time consuming, and the guys that are up there in age that have already acquired some type of um, good fortune of wealth that they basically say, you know what, I want to enjoy this someday. I, I'm going to coast. I think people would rather retire too early than too late. And that, that's, that's probably uh, what people will do more now, and which speaks to what you just talked about. But it's still, I'm watching these, you know, being the Big Ten uh, Network, watching these stadiums be full and the excitement in some of these games. And um, college basketball can get through it. But I think we do have to develop uh, a plan that works, that, that really helps to keep people, uh, student-athletes, at one place longer so that they can experience the ups and downs that really are part of life. John Beeline joins us each and every Tuesday on the HUGE show presented by Dorn Mayhew. Let's move on from Michigan. Talk about Tom Izzo and Michigan State. Had a strong uh, second half. Uh, they get Minnesota uh, tonight, a uh, strong yeah. second half against Maryland. I'm looking at this team, and I'm like, uh, you know, they look like a tournament team now. I, I, I'm i not going to put them in the category of being able to win it, but they could win some games in the NCAA yeah, yeah. tournament. Where are you at right now on Izzo and the Spartans? Well, they better be careful tonight. In, they're at Minnesota, correct? And, yeah. and the, I, this kid, Isaiah or uh, Elijah Hawkins, is as we have some elite point guards in this league elite this this young man has been amazing uh, he's leading the, he's leading the country a second with Braden Smith to assist he can he can run a team they were down 10 nothing the other or by 10 points 27-17 with 2 minutes to go in the first half the other day against Northwestern he either scored or assisted on all 10 points in 2 minutes and all of a sudden it's tied and it allowed Minnesota really win that game. So they, they, they Tom's had a great, or the, the Michigan State has had a great success at Minnesota, I think, over the years. This is going to be a tough one for them, and everyone will be. But I think they, 
the schedule was not the Big Ten schedule was not good to them early, and now it's evening off a little bit. And um, I, I think they're going to win a lot, lot more games this year because they, they seem to be coming together as a team and realizing the league is the, the league. You have to be ready for every game and play your heart out, or you're going to get disappointed some nights. State and Minnesota in Minneapolis tipping off tonight at 9 p.m. Michigan time. And, yeah, with Izzo, his tournament experience, the seniors on that team, the younger players getting better, finding the right rotation. If they just play consistent 40 minutes of basketball, I think they possibly could be a Sweet 16 team. Uh, John, uh, the Big Ten, speaking of the tournament, uh, how many teams look NCAA Selection Sunday worthy from the Big Ten? Well, there's 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 about four that are really obviously locks that are really good. But I think right now, if I if I think about this, it, that um, Minnesota, Nebraska, Nebraska right there, but Minnesota is creeping up. Nebraska's there. Northwestern, they're they're not, you know, like right there. But it's got – I don't want to put a number on it, but I think it depends on the next eight games. There's teams like Minnesota, Iowa, uh, who am I forgetting there, that's in the middle of that pack. Northwestern, I think, is safe to get in. I'm not – this is not a forte of mine. Indiana, they're all the teams that are like five and five, four and five. They just put together and go win six of their last eight. They're going to get in because they're the – Iowa right now has, has – they got some tough games they, sh- they have to win now that aren't great teams, and then they play three ranked teams down the stretch. So there's plenty of time for people to get in, uh, but they got to beat the good teams because they're not going to get in on their preseason. So it could be five or six. It could be eight. I don't know. I think that's going to be determined in this next this month of February. Yeah, looking at Purdue, they're playing for a one seed. I think they're worthy of a one seed. What is it, six? Top 15 wins. Illinois is a lock for the tournament. I think Wisconsin, uh, Northwestern, you know, they're six and five. They got to finish strong. You know, State has a shot. You know, they could end up, you know, finishing second in the conference if they keep it rolling and win at Minnesota tonight. Yeah, I don't don't know about Iowa being worthy of the tournament. They're right. They're going to have to win eight out of ten or something. Yeah, exactly. And then win in the tournament. Right. Yeah, win, win in the tournament. Right. Win a couple at the Big Ten tournament. That's where it could be key for some of these fringe teams. All right, before I let you go, uh, Pistons, you know, playing some better basketball. Uh, Monty Williams finding a rotation minus uh, major minutes for Killian Hayes. He's not happy with that. Uh, Your thoughts on where the Pistons are at right now? Well, I like the move that didn't Gallinari and Mike Muscala was big because they don't have enough shooting. I Shooting, 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 shooting. All right, and I think you saw that in our teams. That's the athleticism is huge, uh, but so is shooting. And they they adding that stretches things just a little bit. Getting Monte Morris, Flint's own Monte Morris out there should help him too. But he's got to find some minutes because Sasser's playing better. And now Ivy and Cunningham got to get used to playing next to each other too at times because both of them have been ball dominant. And rightfully so, but now they're together. They both can't be ball dominant. So, uh, I, what we got to make sure is what happens there is 
Ivy will get an outlet, and, and then Cade might be looking for the ball instead of running a lane. Cade might get the ball, and Jaden might be looking for the ball instead of running a lane. They have to put pressure on the defense by really playing off, be ready to play off the ball. So they're playing better. There's no question about it, but they're going on a tough road trip right now of five or six games in, in a week before the All-Star game that is really going to be tough for them. Uh, it, but that's the NBA, and they got to go and get better through it all. But I do like the trends that I'm seeing, but still um, they're, they're, they're six and something, and that's not really good. No. Six and 44. Six and 43 uh, right now. Six and uh, this is, I've never seen her. You know, and being in the NBA the last three years, I've never seen a record like this yet. Yeah. Worst in, um, worst it, in the it, NBA by four games. We'll see uh, what happens. We'll yeah. talk to you coming up next week, Coach. Great basketball conversation as always. And people listening, remember John Beeline in the Big Ten Network Studios on the weekends uh, through the end of the college basketball season. Coach, man, you take care. Uh, it's awesome having you on statewide. All right, thanks very much. All right, see you, huge. All right, back at you. John Beeline joins us each and every week with Josh Garvey, the managing shareholder from Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office and also presented by Dorn Mayhew, one of the world's top accounting CPA and business firms. Our worldwide headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state.